Welcome to the UAC podcast. UAC was founded to create a place where the most successful chiropractors from different backgrounds and from around the world could come together to mastermind and create lasting friendships. Our profession is unique and surrounding yourself with a genius inside of UAC is a formula to grow personally and professionally into the life you've always known you are capable of achieving. Welcome to Chiropractic's Brain Trust. The hot seat number four, four <laughs> Ashley Campbell. <laughs> hey, Ashley, this is Stephanie and Lynn, and we're here with Ashley Campbell, and we are here to dive deep into finding out a little bit more about you. The purpose of this podcast is really on more than anything for UAC members to get to know you, and we are just really excited to get to know you. So tell us a little bit of background where you practice, all those kinds of things. Well, I feel super honored. So let me start with that. <laughs> I feel super honored. Um, I practice in Bend, Oregon, and I practice with my husband. Um, neither him or I were from there. So it was just kind of this serendipitous thing. Where do we want to be? What do we want to do? What do we want our life to look like? Awesome. And after knowing that we could be happy anywhere, it's like, well, okay, well, we can be happy anywhere. Let's, how do we want to spend our free time? Yeah. So it really came down to that. And we knew we wanted to snowboard and ski and, and boat and hike and <laughs> fly fish, which my husband is obsessed with. So <laughs> we got that all in one place. I love that. So mm -hmm. that concept of just, you, you saw the vision for your life. And so you set about to design it. Yep. Take charge. Love it. So you touched on, you're not from there. You're from Iowa, right? I'm from Iowa originally. <laughs> There's always an Iowa connection. <laughs> the, you know what? It's such a, I, people say this all the time. Anytime I meet someone, they're like, it's such a good place to be from. And it mm. is such a good place to be from. And I, I still see so much value in Iowa. And it, every time me and my husband have conversations, He's from Pennsylvania, but if there's ever discussion about leaving or where we'd go, Iowa always comes up. So yeah, it's uh, it's never off the table. You take the Midwest <laughs> out of the garage. You can't. You can't. All right. So um, you are a COO in I am your practice, CEO. correct? Yep. So you are a chiropractor. I am. So tell us how did that naturally evolve, or was it out of necessity? How did that come to be? It came down to the point where. We have two two young girls. So I have a four-year-old and I have a one-year-old. And it got to the point where we were we were growing and expanding so quickly that when we looked back and all these avenues of like some safeguards that we had as far as like training team members, training a doctors coming on, um, do we have a do we have a OSHA manual? Like all these random things that just we didn't have. We were just we were just creating and, and building what we wanted as far as a practice and as far as a life. And it, I guess it did come down to necessity and not only a necessity, but something that I wanted to try to have a foot in and see what it was like. Do I like it? Do I like this as a part of building up people and leadership? Do I like that more than doing it person by person in my practice um, through adjusting an education? So it really came out of that avenue. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your genius. What is it that you bring to the practice and to the, like, what, are, where is My your, area genius. yeah, where's your area genius? That's such a humbling question, I think, because like the word genius in general, meaning like from God. And I'm like, what is, what are like my godly gifts? Yeah. Like what, it, what was I given that maybe um, somebody else wasn't given? I think it's, I think it's, a, it's evolved. 
as far as a, a doctor, I think it was like kind of to motivate and just to be bold and just like say things that I wanted to say. And it was, yeah. it was okay. And it was enough. And then as things get bigger and more people come in, I feel, I also have this, um, <laughs> I have this way where I need to apologize a lot for things that I've said. So then it's, my husband has this great ability to process and process it all out and say these beautiful, eloquent things, never having to apologize. I was the opposite. It was unfiltered. I'm saying it. This is what it is. Mm. Um, but equally, my area of genius might be to have a, enough heart and enough love that I could say that and apologize and still maybe not feel like I was stepping on toes Good. while saying it. So I, I hope that I've brought that into my practice, into my team, and then at home as well. I think that's I think the area of genius is finding these parallels and things that I've learned and then trying to implement it into each place of my life. That's awesome. Do you um, want to share with us your kind of chiropractic story? What got you into chiropractic? Tell us a little bit about that. I think my oldest brother would say that it was him because he's also <laughs> a chiropractor. Um, it was the only thing that made sense. Yeah. I, I really, I really truly believe that. I, I, um, excelled in science and math and when you start moving down that road and we had a chiropractor growing up and I was in gymnastics and it started with an injury but then it didn't end there like once the injury happened it was that it was that my eight-year-old foot was in the door and then it just kind of unraveled so that's that was who our doctor was all growing up we just went to the chiropractor and Dr. Burns awesome way to like be raised it really is it really is when when you realize like oh not like, we didn't have a medicine cabinet. Like, oh, in your medicine cabinet, there's not just Band-Aids and, like, a spray antiseptic that, like, burns every time. <laughs> like, that's—other people have other things. They have, like, medication and stuff. We just didn't have that. Yeah. I, I remember being in third grade and having the worst stomach flu. And my mom was like—she was going to work. She's like, hey, sweat it out. Toilet's there. You got this. It's going to be good on the back end. And I look back now. I was like, that's insane. <laughs> like, this latchkey kid approach. But she, she was right. Right. right? Like now in this She trusted side, like, the body. It, yeah. it really, it really, it is. It really was that. And she's equally continued to grow in that whole story and kept that where so many people are adopting this different paradigm. And my family didn't. We just, so my oldest brother's a chiropractor. Okay. And then, um, How myself, much older than you? He's you? nine years older okay. than me. So I, I remember telling him like, oh, maybe PT school's the way to go. He's like, don't be an idiot. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> And and he was right and right. I and I wasn't and I came back on that other side of it and so happy that this is the direction that I decided to go. That's awesome. Yeah. What a blessing to have those people go before you to show you that way, that path. Mm-hmm. So that's great. So fast forward to today, you guys yep. have a rock and practice. Yep. Um, you're looking at venturing out into some new projects. I understand there's a book in the works. So mm-hmm. we've got lots of UAC memberships who are either or members rather who are either current authors or looking to be authors. Um, so I'd love to just dive into that a little bit, some of the challenges you're having around that, the stage you're at, um, and, and you know, where, where you see that taking you and the, and the purpose of it. I was thinking about all of these insights that I've been so blessed to have from every single person I've met, such as, such as both of you, such as every, everybody that blesses this room, right? And... I would use those and I would use it in a talk and people would be like, why don't we, why don't you do something where we can continue down this road rather than having you jump straight into like the healthcare discussion that we're going to be having anyway. Yeah. And I found it more and more and more with my moms that they, 
wanted to do this, but it was so outside of their realm of everybody that they had surrounded themselves with. And so I, I decided I wanted to write a book. And I, I have all of my subtitles down and I have my table of contents. Like I have this idea of kind of how I want it to go. And I kind of I know what it looks like. I know I want this nine by nine book and I want it to be beautiful photos. And I know that I want it to be that someone can open it at any point and take something tangible out of that. And no matter what, they're going to come out healthier on the other side, even if it's off that one page. Right. And so I know what I want it to be called. And I think I, I had a patient, I was giving a talk and she's like, this thought flash came into my mind and you're going to call your book, Dr. Ashley Unleashed. And then rants to live your life by. She's like, you rant, but it's great. And I was like, hey, <laughs> we like your yeah, rants. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to call it um, never apologize or don't have to apologize. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I like that too. <laughs> never apologize. Never to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, it's started out. So I know what table of contents looks like. And I want to work from anywhere with your marriage and one thing you can do to make it healthier and your finances and one thing you do to make it healthier and your body and your kids and so on and so forth. I want them, I want anyone that picks up to feel, hey, this is each of these areas is a place that I'm getting healthy. That's so cool. Um, and give a starting point and a tangible point to take away. So the plan, would it be at this point to self-publish? Probably. Um, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think it has to be there and end there. I'm not closing any door in any way, but as of right now, yes. But I, I have a limited capacity in that area. All I really have is the vision and I've started writing. Great. But finding time with two young kids and running a practice and being a wife and a, all those other identity things that we that we give ourselves are also in the works. So do you feel attached to do the writing or have you considered using a ghostwriter? Oh, I very much consider doing grocery. <laughs> I think this is the way to go. Can somebody just ask me questions and then I can just mm. rant? And then they'll be like, these are our takeaways. This is how we're going to write and this. And I'm like, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. So that's really what I thought. And I think that's probably going to be the way to go to really, when you rant, sometimes there's avenues that you follow. And I feel when I write, I'll do the same thing. It's like, whoa, she just very ADHD, very all over the place and and sometimes scattered and not fully poignant and pulled together there can be beauty in that there yeah, can absolutely. be there can be there can also be confusion and chaos in that too so that we learned this weekend that uh confusion versus clarity right like, mm -hmm. yeah. so just being in uac is it a year that you've been in uac right yeah like was well, it phoenix that you yeah, started? It okay. it yeah it was okay and um and what have you felt like you've just gotten from this group so far like what has been like the thing the bigger things that you've taken away from just being in this group so far it's great to be with a group that have multiple things going on it's so easy to get so narrow-sighted and short-sighted of really all the possibilities so whether you're in your, your 20s 30s 40s 50s 60s 70s and and having chiropractors that are in all of those areas to see that they always have the the next thing is is so fantastic and I I think becoming a mom I was always future and projecting future and then having kids made me very present which is awesome I've yeah. never really looked back uh, maybe to collect some thoughts or learn something but then it's always been we'll put it into the present or put it future so I love I love having that around again um, seeing somebody in their 70s or 80s mean like this is my next project yeah. because it's never just about the next projects. It's never about making more money. It's never about any of that. It's it's always about 
that that love, that connection, and that contribution, and that growth. Right. Like and almost that bigger purpose, that bigger always. vision. I, that's what I always feel like I walk away with, too, is just like that feeling of like, oh, my gosh, I have so much more to do. Right. And that you can, because a lot of the times Agreed. I think you get into, especially as a mom, I'm a mom, too. Mm-hmm. You just are like, OK, what else can I fit on my plate? But you can. You can always like do that. You know, I agree. And it feels it feels also so um, empowering. Like, I think the group gives authority back to to myself and to each other yeah. that this is the net. Like if anyone's going to change the world, these are the people right that's going to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think to be out in the public or in our communities and all separated, I think a lot of times that that authority gets taken away. And so to come into the group, you automatically feel that empowerment and that uplifting. It's like, ah, I just got my authority back and like, now yes. I get to go back and do it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Like, that's so great. I love that we asked that question of our interviewees or the people that come on this podcast because, and, and to just to clarify, it's not for self-promotion of this group. It's because each person in this room, in that seat is having a different experience and how rich Definitely. it is to hear through what it is that you get through your lens and then, you know, sharing that. So um, what's next for you? My husband, when we get really consumed and really busy, he wants to do another project. <laughs> I don't know what that is. And sometimes I'm like, oh my goodness. It's, it's those it's those things that you see in your spouse when you're like, hey, what's driving you nuts about me? And it's usually, it's that self-reflection back on yourself, right? Yeah. So he's like, mirror, <laughs> Right? Yeah. It really is. And we went out to dinner the other day and he's like, and we have this, that's usually how we start our day. It's like, what's driving you nuts? What, what is it? And it's always a self-reflection. He's like, oh, can't you see what I'm doing in the office? Can't you see all this? Stuff? The other's like, can you just, for the sake of just our practice and where we're at and where we live, can you just put your mask on? Like, it's it's that conversation. He's like, just see that it's not just about this, but that we're going to really drive this forward. And he's like, and it makes me so mad because you're so bold and you just don't care and that's what you're going to do. And he's like, and you're really holding the line. And so he gives that, and it's like this great compliment. And he's like, and what is it? What is it about me? And I was like, can we just finish the project? Like, can I just breathe <laughs> for like a minute before we start another project? And I, and I, I say to him, I said, I, I don't think I can take on anymore. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's really, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you take on so many projects and so many things. So he's, he's right now working on um, a project called um, Practice Owl, and it's really patient education, and we've been – I've been helping him write scripts and we've been we've been doing all these things to help really send the message of chiropractic, but make it in a fun and engaging way. So trying to help him do that, but equally standing back and like letting that be his own thing and not influence too much as he works with two two other gentlemen on it. And then the idea of writing a book and starting a personal brand and like, hey, look at all these different things we can do. Eventually we can break this apart and do seminars and do retreats and do all these different things with this avenue. When do you want to start doing it? And then there's really so many avenues as you try to grow your practice. And then we're also bringing on more doctors and more team and all these other people that want to lift, uplift each other. Um, It becomes a lot. So I think there's a lot of avenues open. And at this day and age in this um, atmosphere. I think there's so many amazing possibilities. It's, Mm -hmm. this has really opened people's eyes. I always wanted people to understand health in a different way and look at it differently. I just didn't know that this was going to be what it was. 
I had no idea. That it would take this. I didn't know. Yeah. But thankfully. Absolutely. So knowing that you're in practice with your husband, I'm in practice with my husband. So are you right? Uh-huh. Like, so we're all husband and wife practices. First of all, I just have a question. Like, where, where'd you guys meet? <laughs> How'd that work out? And like, what is your favorite thing about working with your husband? What's your least favorite thing about working with yeah, your husband? That's a great question. <laughs> my, so we met in chiropractic school. Okay. And it, was, it was right out of the gate. So in, what do you have? I don't even remember what you have right away in the morning, like CNS, right? And yeah. CNS, and I think it's, I can't remember even who the professor is. Don't hold it against me. But sitting in that class, and I remember sitting with some girls, and I'm like, mm, dibs. And it was it was to my husband that I have that I'm married to right now. That's amazing. And it was my roommate, and I was like, I think I called dibs on that one. And she's like, okay. And well, lo and behold, fell in love in the library, and here we are today with two oh, beautiful amazing. girls. So got him because I called dibs on him. That's how that works. Um, Good call. Yeah, no, it was perfect. And then my favorite thing about working with him, um, working together in the actual office, it's hard because we don't, I know it's a good day when we haven't even spoken. Like I know everything's right when there's no discussion amongst us and we're in what we're in and we're engaging with each person individually and everything's running smoothly. Yeah. So I do know that's actually probably one of my favorites because I think people are always are like, don't you guys get tired of each other? Your free time is together. Your work time is together. All this time is together. And I'm like, the hard part is, right? Yeah. The hard part is, as I miss him so much because when we're at the office, I haven't seen him literally all day. Yeah. And so that's probably. There's also a comfort in knowing he's there too, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I don't know what the, I don't know what the worst part is. I don't, (laughs) I don't. I know I'm trying to be as brutally honest as I can. Yeah. Um, I think probably he will be like, Dr. Ashley's the boss, ask her. And then I'll make a call and be like, well, maybe we could do this. So maybe it's the mom and dad being used at the office the yeah. same they were used at home. <laughs> no, you may not Good watch any TV. Back, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, you may not watch any TV. I go to the bathroom and she's watching TV. I was like, what just happened here? She's like, she just asked me if she could watch something. I'm like, so okay that's funny that you bring that up because we get asked that question a lot I'm sure you do too Steph that our answer to that is always just the dichotomy of roles so you know just I have my lanes and naturally Mark has his lanes and we we don't over we don't overlap we are we have autonomy in those departments and then we we see each other as you know obviously the CEOs of the practice but he defers to me in my area and then back back at him and it's sort of a learned learned thing I think that's what it's going to be it's going to be time I think it was different when I was at the office full-time but because I'm there part-time and with kids part-time that's the sometimes I'll come into it and I'm like huh I don't don't know can you ask him and vice versa like I don't know ask Dr. Ashley and so um you're right I think it's going to be learned I think it's going to take time especially since we both kind of took steps back into new roles Yes. And uplifting the other docs. So I think it's going to be time and energy. Yeah, I, I remember those those sorts of conversations as well. And you feel like you kind of get caught with your pants down a little bit yeah. when an employee's coming to you. <laughs> and then you know you have to have a conversation with your husband. But you're yet having this prof- professional and the timing and they need a decision. We, we started um, having a weekly meeting that is outside and it was in the vein of Stephen Franson and Camilla Franson's coffee break. So, yep. but it, and it's a little bit more of a business meeting for us because we actually need that. We have that requirement, Yes, but it takes care of some of that. I agree with you. And you want to know the first thing that gets scheduled over our meeting together. 
Oh, right. Yeah. So that's the hard part, too. It's it's like we need to make it where this is our meeting and then everything else gets scheduled around it. Not we have our schedule. OK, where can we fit that in? Or we have our schedule and we know that this meeting is here. Hey, Doc, would it be OK if we could do that at that point? Yes, that's fine. We'll do it tonight. Never happens. Right. So it's really holding that that sacred space of what it is. Because you've got kids that like I you mean, nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. you nailed it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's great. Well, this has been so awesome. I um, really appreciate Yeah, this. so we've loved having you here today and just getting to know you a little bit better. Um, just a little bit, just like kind of last thoughts, like what, give us a little bit about like um, the essence of you and like what you feel like is your reason for being on this planet really is. And just to give, give everybody just a little bit like deeper insight to just who you are. The reason I'm on this planet. That's it's funny. We, we were doing a, an exercise yesterday, right? Where it's a, a really about identity. And I wrote down, who am I? And I had all these descriptive words of who I was. And I'm like, I don't know if this is really the essence of, of who I am. Yeah. I hope that, I hope that my, my purpose really here on the planet, I would have to say, um, and I think I have to go that way instead of my identity. Cause I don't, I think it's always evolving and always changing. I can't say that I'm 100% this one 100%, thing. Yeah. yeah. But I would have to say if my purpose here on earth would be to collect as many experiences as I possibly can and to use that collection of experiences in a way to give back. I know I know one of my things is, con- is to contribute. I, yeah. I need that for myself. So I hope that I can take this collection of experiences, whether I'm at home with my kids or with my husband or if I'm at work, I don't want to be here to purely exist. And I think I've practiced some some meditation, some other different things. It's like if you can just be in the moment and exist and I'm okay with being in the moment, but I just don't want to merely exist. Absolutely. I really want it to be more than that. I really want it to be an experience. That's so cool. Yeah. It's been awesome getting to know you, it's Ashley. It's been so great. Yes. Thank you so much, Ashley. I appreciate this. It's great. Thank you.